I grew as a person. I've noticed re- last night because of research for this. Um, because oh. I was like, all right, well, I need to watch something so I know anything about Gandhi. And there's like a documentary on him. There's also a movie. There's a movie. Yeah. Uh, with uh, Mr. Kingsley. What's his face? Ben Kingsley. Oh yeah. my God. Yo, does Ben Kingsley? I'm not even. I didn't even think about the movie other than I know it exists. He plays Gandhi. Yo, okay, so technically, I'm pretty sure his dad is Indian and his mom is white, but he's for sure wearing hard brown face. (laughs) The pictures of him were like, whoa, who melted chocolate on his head? (laughs) Getting by on a technicality. Yeah, so sorry, my pops, my pops. (laughs) Brutal. Yeah, it's pretty crazy. I was like, because it's just so funny because... Okay, if we ignore his dad's side and his mom's side, it's like it's insane to have a British person playing the person who's supposed to free yeah. India from Britain. <laughs> yeah, that's wild. That doesn't. Uh, they don't even. They're they're the the con the subtext there. They don't even. They're just like what? He, he's a he's a he's a he's got he's got a Tony Award or whatever the fuck. He's a He's a genetic bridge between two worlds. He's the perfect white man to play this brown role. Ben Kingsley also plays, this is, here's the difference between us. You did a little bit of research for this podcast. I I did a little bit of research, but really just relied on four like bullshit things I kind of knew, right? Uh, but you bring up Ben Kingsley and my nerd idiot brain goes, well, Ben Kingsley was in an Iron Man movie and he played a character called the Mandarin, who is like tradition- traditionally a very stereotypical, well, not stereotypically, but like asian centric character right like a lot of asian influence whatever and it's in comic books so it's racist probably (laughs) but so he he plays a version of like that character in iron man so like that's just his thing i guess it's just being like just being like yeah i know i'm not supposed to be here but uh it's like a bunch of eyeliner yeah i think i can picture what he looks like in that (laughs) exactly what he has a bunch of eyeliner it's wild. I, I didn't. It so I forgot. I forgot that he was. In oh yeah, he's fucking Gandhi. <laughs> they I paid him. They have to pay him. I hate all of that. I um. Hate- so I was like, all right, I found these two, and I was gonna download them. And I went to my sneaky download site, and halfway through, I was like, hey, what the fuck am I doing? I'm an adult now. I'm gonna rent this for three dollars. Oh, that's I'm just so gonna watch funny. it once. And I like stopped the download and went and downloaded it, and went and actually paid for it. I was blown away. Why did you do that? That's so funny. I love I don't that. Know. Something weird has changed in me. I'm just like, you know, the dream is to make content someday. I had hoped to get paid for that. I guess. <laughs> do you want to know? I mean, this. I feel so vulnerable because I know people are gonna listen to this. Yeah, go for I, it. I. So my equivalent to what you are doing is mm-hmm. during this pandemic, I've started paying for pornography. Okay, I'm a, <gasps> Whoa. I'm a I pay for porn guy now. Good for you. Yeah. Now, are you really... going direct to the source like a cam person or are you going to like a website being like a chocolate butts dot com? <laughs> How did you know <laughs> what I watched? This isn't black lady butts, by the way. These are butts with chocolate being Covered poured onto chocolate. them. Yeah. yeah. I wasted twenty five dollars on that one. Uh, <laughs> never again. Um, I, I go, I've been, I've been, this is fucked. I'm going to get so many fucking questions. This is so stupid. Uh, I have been going the, uh, I dabbled in some OnlyFans routes and just okay. being like, I'm like, I've been, I've been not paying for porn for so long that it feels like, okay, if I spend like a hundred dollars on this, fine. <laughs> like, like I, like 
these people and like these people are like this is ethical we want you to buy our content you're right it does feel weird sometimes as well, someone that's the thing. Who, it's like who wants to give ron jeremy money you know fuck all these old like old porn companies where you're like all right that girl's not gonna get half of this it's gonna go to some weird dude who rented out this fucking mansion i do love that your porn reference is always ron jeremy <laughs> that's <laughs> you're like i haven't seen a pornography i haven't seen a porn in I don't know, 25 years? Is Ron Jeremy still swinging that thing around? What's going on? Godly hog of his. <laughs> like, no, he's in jail almost. So oh my God, will he please be dead? He will be, um, I mean, it's it's a miracle of life that he's been along this long and or been alive this long. And he's he not healthy soon. enough to let that much blood go to that hog. Exactly. <laughs> his heart is as weak as it is. His heart's like, are you sure you want to get this erection? <laughs> he don't have extra blood. Um, but the point I'm saying is that like now is no, there's never been a time where you're like more connected to the actual performer financially right. where you could like you know the OnlyFans thing or the webcam thing you like you give directly to that person and so it's like yeah fucking pay them for this work yeah and full disclosure I have been writing this down like if I ever return to stand up I will probably talk about this but like it does it does add pressure to like <laughs> jerking off where you're just like I feel like I should jerk off more now because like, I'm, I'm like, I want to return on my investment. Do you know uh, what I mean? <laughs> I've heard this or used I'm... as a way to like, if you buy exercise classes, you're more likely to show up than just having like a gym membership. Wow. <laughs> and you're like, oh yeah, well, if you know, if you invest in your porn, you're more likely to crank it. <laughs> For real, <laughs> you're just like, it's because you're like, you feel like you're like an executive <laughs> producer, you know, you're just like, oh. Yeah. I, like yeah i want to go get ice cream but like kaylee needs a ring light <laughs> i have a financial stake in this this needs right. to work <laughs> I, we're, we're, we're bringing this to uh the Cannes film festival um, <laughs> i'm so, cranking uh, it for the both of us baby we're gonna we're gonna make it to the mood it's but yeah so <laughs> we're we're brethren whether you want want it or not we're in this together but there's so a moment pay- of adult pride you get right when you're like now you're you're doing this you're like taking the the legal route not the legal but you know like taking the the adult route oh, to yeah. fixing this yeah i've uh <laughs> i've gone to a court and i've got this notarized that it is legal for me to jerk off to i am allowed to crank it to this performer it's uh i don't feel better or worse lisa Traeger has a really great joke about how paying for porn she, i mean years ago she was ahead of the game very funny comedian everybody look her up she's on netflix she's everywhere. yeah i really uh i had a weird conversation with her afterwards because of that joke because i had just seen uh hot girls wanted and i was like oh have you seen this and i like waited around too long to bring it up and she had no idea who i was and i was just like some guy like hey here's some stuff about porn <laughs> you should know and it was just fucking weird as hell that's funny <laughs> i can see her just being like okay <laughs> yeah <laughs> yeah, yeah. and i you know i'm a person who can pick up on that and like all right i'm gonna sprint out of here i'm just gonna turn and bolt as fast as i can out of the door that makes you better than 95 percent of comedians who could not read that by the way <laughs> that awkward whatever um but she she's always like she's like oh i like i pay for porn it makes me better than you and i'm like i pay for porn and like it just i don't feel better than anyone i just feel like i'm doing what i should have been doing all along <laughs> but it also does not feel good <laughs> like cuz you're like you're you're horned up and you're you're like it, it does entangle especially only fans like it does entangle like different like uh, social media and horniness in a way that is not good when all you have to do is click a button to like like you could if you're 
horny and curious enough in a 10 minute span you could spend hundreds of dollars you know what oh, i mean oh my god yeah. it's like being it's like being stuck in a casino with without impulse control you know what i mean where you're just like uh i gotta take a gamble on this one let's see what it is <laughs> is it whole is it showing whole and then, like, oh, no, it's just and then only fan subscription model was like all right well i hope i like this for the next week exactly. the entire next week exactly and it, <laughs> if you if you get in you gotta like do a little bit unlike this podcast you gotta do a little bit of research to <laughs> to like know what you're doing before you start just burning down public figures because you're like okay i want to get groceries this week so maybe i have to like invest smartly in my sexual decisions (laughs) this is also like but it's almost like you're just finally paying for your own cocaine like (laughs) yeah it's like you should have been doing this whole time but also you shouldn't be doing this at all (laughs) right the last (laughs) thing about this is gross I'm too fat to do cocaine. I just I just put this out there for anyone who's wondering. Wow. I don't. Once I was offered in a bathroom in St. Cloud, Minnesota, and they're like, you want? And I was like, yeah, I don't think you guys want to have to carry me out of here. So I think <laughs> we're good. I've like, uh, you know, I've been offered and said yes a few times that I've even asked before, but I've like really tried to make a, just to, just to establish that I am a hypocrite, but I've been going on a whole tear lately of uh, being anti-cocaine. And just okay. like when... There's like people in my life where you're like, oh, you're like a hot lady whose like social life is entirely based around like is pretty much founded around cocaine. Um, Wait, and- are you are you asking? So you're in your history. There are times where you're like in a at a party or something, and you're like asking hot women if they have cocaine. No, 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 no. That's it's like people I've done it with before. Of like, case. hey, do you want to get some tonight or something? Oh, I got you. I got you. Um, just to like establish that I am a weenie and I'm not just a guy who's like, I'm, I'm not, ugh. you know, I'm a bit of a hypocrite, but it's also like, it's fucking evil. It's so evil. And it's like the fucking tangible tether between all of the border issues, you know, is because oh, they'll take shit. like the four people, <laughs> they'll take the four people smuggling cocaine and be like, see, this is who's coming over the border. So they'll fuck over like all of the other immigrants who are fleeing the country who would like, who is in a position because of our love of cocaine you realize right. like they're getting fucked on every level because of our like obsession with it and it's just it's weird i don't know um hey, i gotta stop ending it... points like with, with it's weird i don't know <laughs> but no, it's evil it's, it's fucking evil people get hung in the streets people getting murdered constantly for it the people who grow it don't even get paid well for it and it's just like these fucking it just lets these cartels like rain and we're just so what 30 year olds could party a little no one needs you people awake this long go to bed (laughs) (laughs) fucking animals i I think it's fine that you want to upheave entire countries just so your dick can't work i think that's great (laughs) i love that for you it's so ludicrous (laughs) it's just like it's one of the worst things to consume ethically you know because you're like oh you got to be careful palm oil it's destroying the rainforest but also pound a bunch of cocaine which is killing no one ever yeah, but everyone drinks coffee too. I feel like that has the same and chocolate, right? I feel yeah, like those all have the same. But they have a little fair trade sticker on the back now. <laughs> so <it's> <laughs> <safe>. <laughs> That's my favorite. Is that you can just solve most problems with labeling. Gap has been really good at that. They're like, oh yeah, we have child labor. Sorry, here we're gonna rebrand that line and not change anything about the manufacturing. You dumb motherfuckers. They're like, we we actually have more youth employment opportunities now. <laughs> yeah. It's good. Gap is starting good. people on a work track early, and I think that's important to learn responsibility when you're 12. 
Hell yeah. Well, fuck, man. Are you fucking heated up? Should I'm we do fucking heated. I think I we really like spiced up at the end. We talked about cocaine, which always gets the heart going. You know, we talked <laughs> right. about or the stopped. murders around cocaine. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Let's fucking talk about the king of cocaine himself. Yeah, baby. Intro the show, Albert. Bom, it's all bom, you. Bom. Welcome to Burn Your Heroes. I'm famous comedian Alblart Kirschkop. And with me is... I'm his driver, Ben Katzner. Ben uh, Katzner. You heard him trying to riff a name and not think of one, and now he's just regular ass Ben Katzner. No, I don't think we should riff our names at the top because we want people to know who we are. I (laughs) will take a laugh over being known all day. (laughs) Well, that's that's why we're both where we are. That's Uh, why you're the one getting replies on Twitter when you post about this podcast, and I'm getting messages from the admin like, hey, please stop posting on Twitter. You're bumming people out. (laughs) You can't keep saying you're going to kill yourself. (laughs) But it's funny because I mean it. Come on. Good stuff. uh, Give me your password before you do it. Um, All right. Who we burn in today, Ben? Uh, We are burning Gandhi. Gandhi. What the fuck? He has a full name that I will butcher. I'm not going to do that. I Something I realized when we were a doing this. That's what I was going to say. Something that I realized when we were doing it. I was taught in high, in like elementary school, college, or not uh, high school, whatever, that it was Mahatma Gandhi. That is not Gandhi's... That's not his like an official... No, or, that's, or, like, or that's like... Birth name, I guess. Yeah, I think, I, think, I think it means like the great one or father or something. One of those two. And like, like many prophets, he did an identity change. They just never. Yeah. He went, he was like, he was the original Sinbad, you know, (laughs) wait, Sinbad wasn't born Sinbad. He was, but he changed it immediately after birth. He's like, give me those documents. And then he switched it up. But uh, yeah. So I realized when we were looking into him a little bit more, they're like, that is not, his real name but nobody ever explained that to me not one time in school where they're like we're gonna call him mahatma Gandhi. they're just like uh mahatma mahatma gandhi uh like nobody fucking <laughs> <laughs> like God. look kids we're only telling you about this because we are legally obligated but trust me the parents are going to fix this because like, the jews not- in new york put it in our textbooks so now we gotta learn about it that's exactly what that was a big thinking. that was a big issue for the teachers where i grew up it was all polish people too i don't understand that's so funny yeah well i feel like the polls are <laughs> they can be very divisive you know if they like you you're theirs forever but if they don't like you you're not getting any sausage you they know have I mean? a they're weird people because they like you know they have a bunch of like really dumbass catholics you know they have like maybe it's like their westboro baptist church they go out and do like very stupid shit in public like burn harry potter books and you're like yeah you would burn books you illiterate pieces of shit <laughs> you dumb fucks but then also you know it's like they got shafted so hard in world war ii more right. so than lots of other countries in the area because they're like the germans are like we're gonna kill all of you and the russians are like we hate you and we'll help <laughs> like that's so fuck so yeah they've got an identity crisis that's uh, a tangent my bad no, I'm not mad at you. I'm just like, I, as you're talking, I'm like, I guess I really don't know anything about Polish people. Like, I'm like, I guess I could go to Greenpoint and find out. But who Dude, wants to travel? the grocery store in Greenpoint is amazing. They have a great deli in it. I'm a hugely, uh, huge fan of Polish food. Uh, Polish religions, like all religions, absolute garbage, trash, nonsense. <laughs> you're like, their food, five stars. Absolutely. <laughs> their God, get him away from get me. Get him the hell out of here. Um, so, okay, you learned about a Gandhi in school. And what did you learn? Like, what is what is the story of Gandhi that were that were presented as youths in America? I mean, straight up, I just really it was just like he he was big on nonviolence. 
uh, he was trying to gain independence for India from the British, right? Um, fuck me. What's so embarrassing is that like that might be it. Those were like the th- maybe two things. And then, um, the, I mean, I don't know. Like, I, I really don't know if there was a third thing I was ever taught about. That. Those are the important out. ones. Um, he was murdered by a Hindu nationalist who right. uh, the leader of the current Hindu nationalist party is the leader of India, um, which is neat because it's like because Gandhi became such a thing. Everyone who's like, if you get any sort of political power, you have to publicly show like you go to the site. There's a site. I don't think it's as burial site maybe it's a burial site but it's kind of like now a gandhi holy site right and you have to go and kind of like pray at it or like show reverence to him even if you are the man who's in charge of the party who is like entirely against what he was doing and actively assassinated him (laughs) so there's this video of this like insane nationalist the hindu nationalist party absolute garbage they're gonna kill a lot of people in Kashmir. they're fucking terrible and he's this dude is like he's just like a donald trump asshole uh very much like let's just rile up nationalism in this country um and he's just sitting there like oh yes gandhi gandhi's great fucking hell yeah gandhi right um we killed him oops but (laughs) our bad (laughs) yeah here's what i'll say i feel like if you're getting killed if you get murdered by a nationalist You've at least done a couple things right in your life. You did, you know I mean? yeah. You you're up doing. The right you're on the right path. <laughs> it's totally, um, it's totally fine to be murdered for a cause that you know by opposition against your cause if their cause is nationalism. I feel like so. That's, Hell yeah. That's and fine. like so, something I love that I did like about the Gandhi's. He did like I don't know if he invented it, but he like really learned to wield it on a wide scale. Is this nonviolence? Yeah. Is like because like how do you? How do you fight violent oppression when you're when you know your oppressor doesn't give a fuck about your physical well-being? How do you fight back with that without violence? Because like, I don't know if he was if I I might be just like projecting stuff onto this. But what if you no. start <laughs> if you start fighting, fighting back, then like you quickly shift to a war and you're probably going to lose because, you know, at the time it was like the British and they were really good at war. That was their whole thing was conquering people who were like, Hey, we're trying to live here. And like, well, we have boats. Go fuck yourself. Right. I um, think if, if everything I've learned from every eighties movie I've watched is like, if you're not violent and the bully is violent, you just need to get hot and then fuck the bully's girlfriend. I think that yeah. she entered, so they like, he chose this path, which is nonviolence, mm-hmm. whatever, but he should have like had sex with Britain's girl. Does that track? And you know he might have. <laughs> it was that one lady he was hanging out with, right? She shaved her head and like joined, I think, his religion. Uh, but she was like the daughter of like some high up British dude. And the fact that she was hanging out with him was like essentially like, hey, you're being cucked. You're being cucked by the Gandhi. That woman, Meghan Markle. For Meghan Markle, <laughs> she's timeless. <laughs> she, she goes. Uh, every day it's a miracle they were like why didn't why doesn't england kill their british their royal family could you imagine like like we we're dumb because we give the kardashians just we just hand them money like like straight up just give them our money but like they pay taxes to support that family that's crazy a yeah. family that's like imagine we had to pay taxes to like keep kanye west rich <laughs> that would be so insane <laughs> somehow i feel like we're doing like i'm like i know that sounds insane but i'm like i feel like we're doing that somehow i'm not our version is like also dumb because it's not like it's not tax we just do it we like we just give it to them like we got them don't worry we'll make sure you're okay and we'll pay our taxes to the government but we'll make sure our precious babies are okay you're like oh your shoes are six hundred dollars and there's (laughs) no soul like my bare feet are gonna be on the ground yeah you know what i'll give you double that why not 
Why did Lil Nas put blood in the worst shoes? <laughs> the ugliest shoes that Nike makes. Why well, they look like tree trunk rings and people refuse to acknowledge that they're hideous. They're like, no, this whole line of shoes needs to be a thing for like a decade. He did it because he could, first and foremost. The blood is, is awesome. That's not the part I'm exactly mad about. What <laughs> it's the what's the style of shoe he chose. Fashion is bad. Like, I think you and I, can, <laughs> as we're sitting here in our faded gray t-shirts, <laughs> Uh, like I do think like fashion like that where people are look at shit like that and they're like it's so fucking different and I'm like no 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 it's bad you can say it's bad but you're just you're trying to hype it up I get it you're a hype beast I totally understand but yeah he's just he's just playing the game I love him what's he 21 maybe not even Dude, no miraculous everything about it's so cool just truly like the shittiest shoe with blood in it the blood is awesome i'm more of shoes should have should be satan uh satan based and have blood in it it's the coolest thing i've ever heard of but you like on. the blood you're mad about the functionality and the look no not it. even the functionality just the look just okay. the specific model of shoe they chose a different nike would have been great what would you put what shoe would you put blood in well you know i don't know the nikes well enough just not the ones that look like fucking tree rings what the hell is that see grown i know grown-ass men who are almost 40 who wear those and it's insane it's just baffling to me like i don't try i shouldn't have a say in it but also at some point it's like get a hold of yourself man you're an adult what's happening i like i i do agree with you i don't remember the shoes specifically but i do like I do think that a drop of blood overcomes a lot of bad stuff. It does. It is really like, listen, I'm wearing them. They got human blood in them. (laughs) For anyone who's listening, when in doubt, put a little bit of blood in there. This shirt looks like shit. I'm going to splatter it in my blood. People will love it. (laughs) What did you get? We're going what back did to the you Gandhi. learn about what did you learn about Gandhi? As well? Yeah, so that was it. The it was the nonviolence thing was like it was a lot of focus on like how to protest uh, peacefully and actually make an impact um, and actually make changes. Um, then like so diving into the research though, the thing about Gandhi is that it's like he's very quickly become just like a symbol other people can wield. You know, we run into it on social media and stuff. You know, like have the biggest dick that you can have, Gandhi. And all the other like quotes <laughs> and stuff around him. Ah, I uh, see you've been scrolling my Twitter. A big hog must be rocked. <laughs> Go Gandhi. <laughs> He's got a lot of dick quotes. It's weird. True. Um, do that. And that like, you know, there's a symbol, there's a power to the symbol. And if it's being wielded in a cool way, then great. But then also like, like those ideas are what, be, what should be building statues of. But at the yeah. same time, he was also like a guy who did spread those ideas a bunch. And what's interesting is I'm finding out about historical figures is that they would have all crushed the modern age. Julius Caesar and Gandhi both would have been just decimated with social media because that was kind of their big thing. That's what made them so popular and good at what they do is they were really good at wielding public opinion and getting yeah. people like hyped up on ideas and like certain things. The like Gandhi wasn't just good at being like the peaceful guy. He was good at like rallying people. He also had like a newspaper and stuff to help out. So you, think Gandhi, you think Gandhi could have been like an influencer today? Oh yeah, he would be right. leading the revolution from TikTok. People would be right. doing, would be dressing like him. It'd <laughs> be, they'd be doing his dance. Yeah, TikTok dance. He's like pointing to things on TikTok. He's like yeah. nonviolence. Fuck the British. <laughs> also, buy these lights. <laughs> so, what did you so when you were learning about Gandhi and like, I guess, just in general, like. So you, we, we grew up knowing, like, we like this person. This is a person. This is a good guy. 
this is like one of the <laughs> one of the legendary all-time greats, right? Like Gandhi. If anyone, you know how people do like top five NBA, they're like LeBron, Kobe, Jordan. Like people are like <laughs> Gandhi makes Martin, the list. Martin. They're like MLK, Gandhi, Malcolm X. That's my three I'm rocking with. Like I feel like we were out. Gandhi is like always up there as one of these like almost more. Uh, this is he would not like this, but I like almost more than human, like beyond human, like doing this thing where he's basically like saintly, like, like a deity type person where, again, he would not agree with that. And most, I think anyone who understands his teachings would say that's fucked up, but he, he seemed more than just human to me as a kid. We're just been like, what do you mean? Nonviolence? And he like united a country and like united the world. Like, and I think there's definitely something to that, especially with the rebranding to Gandhi um you know to like to this other like almost entity rather than the dude he was born as um right and i think i don't know my perception of him shifted at the same time as like the way i viewed the world right he's like the first half of life he like i just kind of took it whatever people told me hey this is a good guy he did this great things here you go boom you learn about gandhi and then later in life like i became really obsessed with kind of the idea of this podcast right i'm just like well he's not that great i heard he laid naked with girls (laughs) right and so I'm like kind of uh and then now hopefully I'm in a place where I'm just like not leaning too heavily on either and just being like yeah everyone's kind of complex and weird and I'd like to learn about both sides yes I think that's that's kind of where I had to go to be too because I was very much that person too um it's like whether it was Gandhi like uh Martin Luther King Jr. is definitely a person where I'm there was a time where I was very like in college where I was very annoying you know where I'd be like, yeah, he did a lot of good, but also, and just like <laughs> record scratch, ruin a party. And you're like, um, who is this for? <laughs> right. And just like, you know, like you just wake up in a cold sweat one night, look at yourself in the mirror and you're like, yo, do you hate yourself? What is this? <laughs> yo, what are you doing? If you keep doing this, the friends you get are not going to be people you want to spend right. time with. Right. The friends that if I would have stayed in that path, the friends that I would have got are starting to do open mics right now. Yeah. Those are not the people that (laughs) they're agreeing a little too hard with some of your points there. (laughs) They're like, yeah, it is fucked up that he cheated on his wife. And also he was black. You know, like, what was that last part? Are you saying, what are you? Um, It is fucked up when they cheat on their wives. Wait, what? (laughs) (laughs) We should lock them all up and throw away the key. I'm sorry. What? Um, Dwayne, I didn't quite understand you, buddy. Uh, but no, I, I am, I think I'm where you're at now where I'm like, I don't, I mean, I'm big on this and this is the annoying person I am now. And this is the podcast of like, they're, they're the idea of the perfect person is just an idea. Nobody, if you're a human being, you are flawed. It might be minor. It might be gigantic. Some people might not be redeemable. Some people maybe are, but like, I don't love the idea, especially I think we, you know, in other episodes, we talked about celebrities, but like with celebrity culture and like social media, like we were just talking about where you will put a person on a pedestal. And then like, once you find out that they are actually a human being, will like karate kick them off and then spit on them on their way down as we're pissing on their grave or whatever. You yes. <laughs> and like, I don't, I don't like that. So like, I think there's a, there's a middle ground of like, yes, he was an amazing person, but it was still a human being with flaws uh, when I talk about Gandhi. Or when we talk and I think there's a benefit to pumping up the image, you know, and spreading the image of this like nonviolent resistor yeah. um, and maybe not pumping out that like he had weird sexual issues. 
right <laughs> it, yeah. uh, manifested from uh you know not what is it uh repression right you know yes. like a uh, religious sexual repression led to him acting out in fucking creepy weird ways his big <laughs> right. thing i don't know okay hold on let me can i i will we will talk about this i does this make can i say a thing you tell me if this makes sense okay. i feel like our job as the people who come after these people no matter how great they are or if they're shitty or whatever is to build upon like what they were doing like all the good things they were doing right so like we have to understand their flawed and we have to like try to be better is that fair to say or yeah am, i think so that, like, i mean you, you learn from them you just like learn from the people before you and there's good things to learn there's like le- lessons to be learned from people's triumphs and their mistakes Right. And he's a great example of that. You know, there's a lot of the civil rights movement. Uh, a lot of people in the civil rights movement, including MLK Jr., uh, got a lot from him, a lot specifically from the idea of nonviolent protesting. That was a huge for a lot of people exactly. of like, how do you fight back without actually fighting back? Because that sparks violence, even more violence. Um, and yeah, so he's like an interesting person to like. I think his big a big lesson I like from him is like blind spots, you know, because his like a lot of core of it, he was still super into the Indian caste system. I don't exactly. know if you know yeah. much about that. He's like, because he was born as a rich guy. He was born in an upper class. That I did and not know. So then he went to uh, South Africa and noticed that how Indian workers were treated there by the British and were like, what the fuck? Um, we, should be, we shouldn't be treated this poorly. But what's all... Okay, are we, are we going to get let's into it? Let's yeah, talk about it. Yeah, let's talk about Okay, so this is where it's crazy. Let's talk about his fucking Because he's like, he's doing it in a crazy racist way. Yes. Where he's like, yo, we shouldn't be treated like this. Those black people should be treated like this. Yes. (laughs) We're basically white. He literally said we're Indo Aryan in like Indo Aryan. He's like, we're all from the same Indo Aryan blood. You know, it's fucked up when you combine two things (laughs) that are bad to say on their own. You know, (laughs) he's like, come on we are like uber nazi cool and you're just like wait what's up now you can't say that like you can't treat indian people like the worst type of indian people because that was the other thing is like he's like you're not like these black people right who are basically and then i forget the term for it but there's a term for the lowest class who are basically these people and even though earlier he was like nicer to the lower class he's still like he was like no they should have access to temple and some medicine and food but like they should also stay the lowest class right <laughs> very big into like my value comes from other people being technically and governmentally and politically below me right he's like yeah they should have access to some of the same things that we have but like phew, i would never watch a movie with them you know have you ever <laughs> been in the theater with these guys crazy. south africa is crazy by the way i just watched a thing about a, a religion there that uh, its founder was like hey uh white people are going to be eradicated from south africa and so the people who live in that religion today are like constantly preparing to be slaughtered and like meanwhile like there's like a black african town nearby and people are just like huh all right, <laughs> y'all enjoy. Everything I know about South Africa is from the movie District Nine, and I refuse to know more. There are aliens there. Neil Bolkamp is still successful and famous as a. We're gonna director. sound like Kiwis, don't we? <laughs> <laughs> Not South African at all. I can't do. It. It's a hard act in like accent to have a impression for. I, I appreciate everyone who can do it. I can't do it. Um, you know, another com- uh, another country whose social politics are complicated by British rule. <laughs> I'm starting to get the feeling that the British are bad, traditionally yeah. <laughs> a, a bad. 
Well, you know, the thing, they that... were bragging to the world. Uh, the sun doesn't set on the English Jack, which is like, hey, we're everywhere, motherfucker. And but we're everywhere. We've colonized everywhere. Oh. Yeah. The sun never sets on us because we've we've slaughtered people on every side of the globe. What's up, fuckers? On every side of the cube globe. Earth did... is flat, but it's a cube. <laughs> Uh, that's the common belief in in the UK for anyone who's listening. Is that they're like the Earth is flat. It's a flat cube, and everybody knows that here. And you just have to do it. Uh, yeah, the only good British import that I can think of is uh... fuck. I lost the show. Fuck me. Wow. Top wow. boy. It's the show. Top boy. That's what it is. You ever oh, seen okay. Top Boy? No. She's lit. Unbelievable show. Thank you. Britain, Britain, Britain. Are they just Is ranking that? the boys? This is and this is this uh, year's top boy. Jerry, you're the top boy. Yeah, <laughs> Michael, yes. top boy runner up. Um, no, Garrett, I, uh... you're a bottom boy. <laughs> Get the hell out. <laughs> At the beginning of the pandemic, I started watching Top Boy, and without any context, out of order, and I fucking loved it. And straight up, I would say for about three months after. I would just be talking in like a British accent and boy, did my girlfriend hate me so much every second. Of every <laughs> yes. And then we, uh. we also watched uh, some F1 racing show and they're also talking in that accent. And like, I straight up, I'm like, I don't, this culture does nothing for me, but I will listen to you speak at me forever. Like, F1 racing is like Red Bull airplane racing, where it's like oh, just millionaires doing stuff for yes. fun. Yes. Gotta go to Monaco, blow our billions and race a little car around. Maybe it'll explode. It doesn't mean it means nothing to me. It's just money. It's insane. It's like, insane. If we bomb that race, the world of like workers would be a little better off. <laughs> for that race. Right. 100 percent. there's just something about like when you see a bunch of rich people just jerking off together you're like yeah just a, like oh, we're just begging for a tsunami come on take out this ghost just today hey as someone who i i told you that i pay for pornography in confidence and that's how you're gonna come at me that's what yeah. you're gonna say to me yeah. that's bougie ben wow now you just want me to die in a tsunami that's now you sound like gandhi all right that's what you want. <laughs> he kept calling for tsunamis on the british <laughs> wash them away we won't be violent we'll let god do the work they say they say his like race like racial opinions like changed over time but like I don't know. I, I'm sure they did, but it's also hard to like, un once you see that, you're like, this is hard to unsee. You're like, oh, you really straight up felt this play? Like, that's wild to me. I also think he was like, he always bowed to like the whoever was nice around, nice to him around him. Sure. Um, And he, he like was good. Like I said, he was good at branding. So like, yeah, he's gonna stop telling people he that black people should be poor right. because he likes public support. <laughs> he got Every a lot of love from America after he started working with civil rights leaders. And it's like, yeah, you probably shouldn't cut that that other shit. Huh? <laughs> after after every speech, he's got like a PR person pulling him aside, waiting for things mm. like, hey, buddy, um, that was really good. Like rock solid. <laughs> I love how you used your fist to hit your points. But I will say we should probably start cutting the black stuff. What do you think? <laughs> huh? He's just like, oh.
he went to italy like to go meet the pope and the pope was like nah no thanks and so he just had like this whole video of hanging out the black shirts which is just like the italian fascist enforcers oh i was like i thought i was like it's not like a soccer team that's what i thought you were gonna say that's so much less chill than what i thought it was. it's like a lot of hitler youth type thing uh it's very cool and he was just like there's this video of him like hell yeah this is rad (laughs) these guys can party (laughs) he's essentially like hanging out he's like hanging out with proud boys that's what it that's like when a comedian gets caught hanging out with proud boys and like i didn't know i didn't know the context they just bought me a beer what do you want from they me? had cool shirts and lots of right. LaCroix. they said i could <laughs> be like, like an alpha was. dog just like them dude um yeah um, mlk mlk like visited one of his i don't know like this one site or temple yeah so they it was a a farm where he wrote like a bunch of uh bunch of shit and also like one of the big things he did early for workers in india was like all right we're gonna teach you how to make your own like cloth because the British took over, like, you know, the means of production and then made it so that, like, oh, you don't have access to making your own materials. And so you're going to be poor. And so Gandhi kind of, like, helped teach people, you know, like, kind of like a widespread way of, like, making your own shit. And the, the site that he did that, MLK came and visited and, like, slept in his room after he passed. Yeah. I was reading an NPR article about that, and they were like... um he said he could feel the vibrations of Gandhi. Yeah, and, yeah, yeah. And I was just like, mm, come on. <laughs> like, That's wild. And then, he, and then this was this was not the point of the article, but this is what I caught on to. So him and his wife were staying there. Um, Coretta, uh, I, she's dead, right? Coretta Scott King, got to be dead. Doesn't matter. Point being, she was alive then. The, they were both in the room, and uh, th- he's like. We're stay- he, he had like a hotel and he's like, no, 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 fuck the hotel. We're staying here tonight. Like I can feel Gandhi in the floor. Yeah, the they walls. got like a really nice hotel right. for them. And then, but the, he was like, bring in two cots for my wife and I. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I was like, yo, Martin, buddy. She must have loved it. <laughs> she must have like, loved it. She's like we could like, have had oh, like an two? actual bed somewhere. Now I have to sleep in this tiny cot alone. She's sitting there. She's like, Two cots, really? You took me halfway across the world for two cots. You're not even gonna fuck me tonight, Martin. What are you? Even That's the way Gandhi would have lauded it. He God, like got uh, at one point. He wanted segue. to say that like he had to be this. He had to show his purity, right? He had to show mm-hmm. his like purity and spiritual like perfection because then if he was if he was pure, then the world around him would be less violent and more pure. Um, and part of doing that was like starting uh becoming celibate and then making his wife celibate but at this time they had like five kids right and i was like i'm sure this wasn't like i were you guys really fucking all the time at this point this deep into your marriage was this really a huge sacrifice for you two and you're like we're celibate now but also we've clearly fucked a bunch so eh, does it mean anything Eh." i love the idea of celibacy approaching celibacy like you know like people watching their weight approach tape like a fries for the table you know what i mean where it's like hey i'm gonna have a little celibacy do you want a little celibacy martha <laughs> a some celibacy yeah a little bit like what are you doing yeah, i can't have it all you, know, you should have some i like, should pass on dessert it's gonna make me fat right. like you would just ate a 62 ounce steak you fucking right. animal he um was weird. he was weird with sex i think you mentioned it a little bit before there's weird sec- sexual repression stuff and then in, like when it comes out that's the thing about being repressed sexually like Get your weirdness. I will. I am not, you know, a therapist. I'm not whatever. But I do really think there's something to just getting your weirdness, quote unquote, out oh, early. a hundred percent. And then owning that shit. And it's like a theme in every cult. Every right. cult, right? Is we're gonna be sexually repressed. Oh, my sexuality came out in the worst of ways. 
every fucking religion, every cult of like, all right, these people don't fuck. They're going to celebrate their life, dedicate their life to not fucking. Ten years later, okay, they're trying to fuck. And I'm sorry, and it's weird. Um, You walk in on the cult leader getting his balls tickled. And like, I don't know anything. I don't know enough about it to be like, oh, he was like acting out with sexual urges. But like his thing with the nieces, like his nieces and other young girls was he was showing off his celibacy. Yeah, this was so He's like, we'll if talk I about don't this. get horny around them, then I am very strong and pure there. Yeah. The, oh, boy. But so, no one talks about if he failed or not. I get I don't do trigger warnings generally because I don't I feel weird. But like, I will say that in this one, we're going to have to get into a, a very weird thing that Gandhi did. It might be weird for you. If that's a thing, skip the next five to 10 minutes. Okay. Yeah. But he would you're what you're talking about is how he would sleep naked with his like nieces and i I thought i saw like granddaughter or something whatever to test his willpower sexually right which one the test is gross and bad like that the premise is it of their sexy little girls look at these sexy little girls if i could resist these hot young sluts then i am super strong i must be a titan of strength if i could resist this hot piece of ass i'm related to that's the thing for me right so if the test is bad, we all agree the test is bad. It shouldn't be done. If you're going to do the test anyway, why not do it with someone outside of your family? I do not understand the weird thing of him being like, well, <laughs> you're all my test subjects now. I don't know what to tell you. Sorry, we're doing this. And Maybe it was so, an access thing, you know, right. people, other people didn't want to subjugate their kids to him. Right. Oh, you're going to you're going to like put my daughter's like future light like mental health on just gamble it away on this weird ass test yeah use your own kids you fucking weirdo i'm like i would read i was reading i think it was that npr article again and they were just like (laughs) they had this line talking about this and they're like what some would call abuse and i'm like no 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 no, not some we would all call that abuse (laughs) what he did was abusing these young girls who and then like how fucked up is that right so now you're sitting there and you're like yo my grandfather is i don't has fundamentally changed the world in ways that i haven't even fully understand yet i can't understand but also he's doing some pretty fuck shit uh at the back of the house you know where he's like trying to sleep with me naked as a test and i don't like it like, yeah. so like what is that That's- god we love gandhi he's done a lot of good for the world you mean that guy whose dick i've seen <laughs> right yeah <laughs> that's know, all i, I know him as that old guy whose dick was out while i was trying to right. sleep He's like, no, 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 you can't wear pants when you sleep near me. And I just, I, I don't know. Like, I think there needs to be, I don't have the answer for this, but I do think we need to live in a world where we talk about shit like this, because I need to know this as a young person. So I'm like, Hey, nobody's nobody. I want to, it feels so tried to say nobody's perfect, but like, nobody is like, invincible nobody's untouchable people have weird things you have to be aware of this so like you can have a monumental world-changing idea and also still be a fucking creepy uncle or whatever the yeah fuck, you know what i mean you know but, the thing people don't talk about is anthony weiner is like good at his job he like he job. like fought really hard to like uh fight those fucking cash or gold companies from ripping people off of from from their heirlooms he like right. really battled with them like he really i saw these old videos of him like just going at these greasy motherfuckers and it's like it's really truly a shame that your your horniness led to your downfall you dumb asshole because we actually needed you to do your job this job we right. needed somebody to do this and you seem like you actually gave a shit and we're good at it but you also then 
you know, waved your penis around at the world. <laughs> was it, were, her, were his dick pics unsolicited or was he just cheating on his wife? That I don't know. I think the one that really I, got I, America was the one where his like baby was in the background. I mean, who <laughs> among like, us has a multitask? You know what I mean? Like, what are you going to? I will take the dog to the other room before I whip it out, let alone a baby. Are you kidding me? <laughs> okay, we were just criticizing another old man having his dick out near kids, but this one's no, okay. No, 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 no. There's a difference between a baby 10 feet behind you as you snap a quick pick that they'll never understand. And <laughs> but they're a part of. And now that's a part of history. And making your child part of the experiment. The first picture of you, of you is of your dad's dick. Well, that's a different problem. If that's your first picture, <laughs> that is a problem. I do agree with that. I'm just wondering if, like, is 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 Anthony Weiner a guy who, like, because I think this is how all politicians, I should think we should, every, every man who runs for political office, I think we should see your dick before anybody votes for you. Oh, I have this whole thing about, huge. like, what is this ludicrous family standard every politician has to be held to of, like, I'm Christian and I have a wife and we fuck as much as you would like us to fuck and never more, please. Well, yeah, we have three children and we've had sex exactly that many Dude, times. Both I want a me. politician that comes out and, like, we are swingers, we fuck whoever we want, and we do business together, and we raise our kids i'd be just happy with that we do business I'm a, together we do our business together that's such a funny th this is my wife we do business together you know what we do what it's just a ludicrous like i don't know it's a similar thing we were talking about the sexual repression they make up these weird moral standards to hold themselves to and then fail miserably in the most fantastic ways and you're like what if you just accepted that you were still going to be horny after you married and found like a healthier way to deal with that before just like suppressing the shit out of it and then getting caught you know fucking flinging your hog around on the internet I'm gonna start flinging my hog around on the internet. You gotta OnlyFans. <laughs> no more, no more fucking Patreons. We're only doing OnlyFans for this podcast. <laughs> you want extra content? You can get some real extra content, some triple yeah. extra content. Ben butts, bird butts. Three and a half medium hard inches of extra content. Full hole. And that's just fingernails. Okay. <laughs> oh, long nails. <laughs> Yeah, I've been working on my long nails. <laughs> There's a very specific fetish of watching Ben spread his ass but have very long nails at the same time. Right. People are paying money for it. I feel good about where I'm at as a content <laughs> creator, honestly. This is a um, separate rant, but French papers also made silly cartoons of, of Gandhi. Yes. Um, I have a whole rant on the French. They're uh, ludicrous people who have like shown nothing but like they've opened their borders to Syrian refugees and then shown them nothing but hostility and they're blown away that there's ba like backlash. It's ludicrous. So, like For, we openly yeah. mocked your prophet in our newspapers and you guys attacked us. That's weird. We've been making you feel like second class citizens. Wasn't that nice? Didn't you like that? We don't let you have jobs and we make you sleep in the street. Why don't you love being French yet? Yeah, you can't wear. So you're not garb. French. <laughs> you can't wear a religious garb on the beach, but also you need to be one of us. Like you, <laughs> we completely deny who you are. But also, if you're not like us, we will shut you down. It's crazy that the children of these immigrants are pissed. It's weird. Where did that come from? Right. Ludicrous we, French people. As Americans, we like all hate the French, but for completely superficial reasons. It's like no, there are valid reasons to not fuck. Yeah, them. they're the reason we got into Vietnam. They're baby dick imperialism. They're bad at it. They're also trying to build an empire. They're just like the worst ones at it. Also, I don't like their food. I said it. I don't snails. Fragoir is you. disgusting. You're fucking weird. We didn't know how to season food, so we learned how to torture animals. <laughs> the worst. The most. Oh, yikes. 
<laughs> it's that, crazy. That was bad. I didn't like that. <laughs> uh, okay, so we got. I think we should. We're at that point. We could start wrapping up. I will okay. say. Well, is, do you think there's anything about Gandhi that is like that that could like redeem him for the weird racist shit and the horrifying uh, stuff with like sexual willpower? Is there anything in his in your mind that it, he could? I know he's dead, but like, let's say he comes back from the dead or like something he could have done in the past. Anything he could do to redeem himself? Well, I think, it. I mean, we've talked about this, right? We're holding him to a standard that is unreasonable for a person. Um, we're holding him to the standard that we hold his like icon to, the image of Gandhi and what it's meant to people. We're holding him to the standard like he is that guy. He is this like angel savior, but he's not. He's just a guy who got really excited about helping some poor people. Okay, but there is the uh, okay. So <laughs> I, don't, I guess I the don't... point of that being that like the redemption's already there for me. That icon has been used for so much good in the world, and he did like accomplish something. Sure. Um, he's like a complicated person. Sure, I don't necessarily need him to burn for his crimes. I mean, maybe some of them. It's weird that he's like the race stuff is just so baffling to me because it's like it's completely contradicting what he's claiming to be. <laughs> Right. At the same time, he's like, we should all be one, but some of us should be a one, you know, half of one. You know what I'm, you know what I'm talking about? Someone needs to be poor so that we feel good about ourselves. That's ludicrous. But I think at the end of the day, he's like, not a, not a monster. I think what Gandhi needed was a wingman. I really think that, like, someone just in his life, where he's like, you know what? We should be free from the British. I don't believe in the caste system, but also black people. They're not like us. And someone just to lean in his ear and be like, hey, bro, that's fucked up, man. Like, you just, <laughs> you're like, hey, I'm going to test my sexual willpower. I'm going to, I need to make sure that I am the man that I say I am. Bring my niece in here. And some guy to be like, oh, that's not a good idea, Gandhi. Oh, God, bring my niece. Look how much of a man I am. I'm not even horny for this hot child. Like, the premises like, of this is that I think she's hot. That's why this just, works. Just a guy in his corner to be like, hey, Gandhi, I, you know what? Actually, Marine down the street, she'll do this shit for free. You don't even have to. It doesn't. Yeah, hey, uh, Gandhi. Thing. No one is really asking about the sex stuff. You keep bringing that up. <laughs> so I think he, I just think he out. needs that. I just think that's what he. That's that would have been a redeemable. If he, you know, if I if I die and I go straight to hell and I meet Mahatma Gandhi, uh, whatever his real name is. Yeah, he's in there. Uh, <laughs> I have his real name written down, but I forgot what it was, and I feel weird about that. But we're moving forward. That is your uh, one anyway. piece of research, by the way. <laughs> that's right here it's uh but i also don't want to like say it wrong that whole i respect that um mohandas but i'll do it mohandas karmashand gandhi aka mahatma gandhi um i just think he needed someone in his corner to be like hey man cut this shit out it's kind of whack what you're doing here this 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 world peace stuff this non-violent stuff primo love that we could cut that up and sell that shit this other shit we're gonna need you to tone it down a little bit buddy well i think up until south african historians started being like hey can we stop celebrating the dude that said most of us should not exist <laughs> right. um i think until then history has been a good uh wingman for him you know the light of time has been like yeah this guy's great we kind of forgot about the let sure. the other parts of it fizzle away I, yeah that's a good point he like kind of fell victim to the similar mentality of like the american immigrant there's a great documentary on new york that's just about how old rich white people played immigrants off of each other and like the fact that they were like able to convince irish immigrants that it was the black workers who made less than they did that were the problem and not the dude paying them is like this, right. that's what it makes 
it's like very similar to this Gandhi thing where he's like, well, treat us like one. Please. Well, daddy like us, please. I'll beat up the other kid. And you're like, why? You guys are both suffering from the same people. Why are you like this? Why don't you see that as a bridge? You're like, you could double your forces. And instead, he's like, no, I just want to one up the other stepchild. Right. Yeah. And that's that. That's that human piece. That's that fucking weak, mush brained human bullshit that we are where we're just like but I want you to love me too. And you're just like, oh, wait, I don't like this. You know what I would like from our listeners? If anyone's made it this far through the pod, I want to know who do you think from history is unburnable? Is there someone who's unburnable or maybe oh, like wow. less burnable? That's actually like someone, because I, I think you're right. I think if we shine this much of a light on any person who's done something great, it's just like, oh yeah, he was an unfortunately human just like everybody else. Yeah, that's a challenge. <laughs> Give us someone you think we can't burn, and we'll find a way. Fucking... I'll find. I'll absolutely find a way. But uh, do we didn't do our uh, our shittiness scale. scale? Yeah. So do you do you have a thought on if you don't? That's fine. <sighs> Fuck, I forgot to. I did. Um, okay. I was gonna do. This is the. I forgot to look up the names of the casts, but I was gonna do the the high class casts and the low class casts as being wow. the range. <laughs> that's fucked up. <laughs> That's but I'm up. a fucking idiot and forgot that. Okay, so um, I let's see. Off the rip, here's what here's what I'm thinking. Okay, um, shittiness scale one to ten, one being the worst. No, wait, one being the least shitty, ten being the most shitty, um, and one is a pair of wet underwear that are wet because someone else peed in them that you have to, you have to put them on you wait put on this is the least shitty this is that's, a good person is a pair God of underwear Every- someone else pissed in that you have to wear <laughs> no that's a 10 you're right that should be a 10. <laughs> no i like this that's yeah something that gives you a huge boner is number one <laughs> versus someone that's something that's not hot at all i can't Here's what's so funny about this scale is that I never remember how it's supposed to <laughs> how it's supposed to be. It's my most fun. It's the most fun part of this podcast, but I never remember how it goes. Um, okay, what? It's a scale of shittiness. So one being the worst thing that you could possibly be, ten being the best thing that you could possibly be. So one for me on this scale is a pair of piss soaked underwear that you have to wear someone else beat him okay <laughs> and uh 10 being um i don't know 10 the 10 just 10 just being like a, a hug from someone you care about where does gandhi Ooh. <laughs> or like or like your favorite pair of underwear fresh from the dryer yeah like, piss Ooh, free. Piss free. Piss free. <laughs> i just washed i just washed ben's piss out of these and they're comfy and warm and ben piss free versus oh ben pissed in my underwear again i just found out while i put them on oh jesus this isn't my piss <laughs> no not again <laughs> i will put them at um clean and dry but not cleaned well so they still vaguely smell of your piss Wow. Okay. We'll call that a seven. <laughs> I think seven. Yeah. Cause I was right. like the impact in, of the icon, I think has been really good and healthy yeah. and sparked a lot of like uh, a lot of like trying to figure out how to deal with dictators yeah. um, in a positive way. Um, but then also, you know, a little bit of like, Oh yeah, you're a human who's uh racist classist and weird about how horny you are <laughs> and <laughs> told the world you're attracted to your nieces. <laughs> 
Right. Yeah, I think I think he's an eight <laughs> or a nine, definitely. Because I still like, can't yeah. shake that. I'm sorry. That experiment is insane to me because for that to work, that's the premise. Right. The premise of these is like this should make me horny, right? We all agree my <laughs> naked nieces should make me rock hard. And the fact that I'm not rock hard with this this here is a testament to my strength. Because one would have to be very strong to not be rock hard at these nieces. It's a, <laughs> so, look. Sorry, he was a unifier. Weird. He wasn't a scientist. All right. Yeah. Nobody's ever, nobody's ever like, ooh, Gandhi, known scientist. He wasn't. He didn't. Uh, he didn't go. He he skipped chemistry or whatever. He didn't know. What am I thinking of? You know the thing. My fucking. I want to. <laughs> I want to die. My God, your ears are bleeding. <laughs> it's a scientific method. Is the what I was like. He's not a good scientific method guy. <laughs> Um. <laughs> Great. Okay. He's he's a regular ass person who he was a rich guy who like did put dedicate his life to helping people who weren't rich, which is yeah. just kind of cool. Uh, the children of the rich. You hear that, Brooklyn away. comedians? You hear that? Please. They are. They're on Twitter. <laughs> Never mind. Nothing. <laughs> I hate everything I've ever thought or said. Um, and I also think it's very funny to make your wife of five children celibate suddenly. <laughs> and she was like, I'm not fucking you anyway. I want that sketch. I want Gandhi yeah. and his wife yelling at each other in an apartment. She's like, I'm f- done fucking you three kids ago. Yeah, she's like, where was that before Johnny came around? You know what I mean? <laughs> I could have done that easily five children ago. Hey, honey, we're celibate now. It's like, okay, are you going to help cook? Or <laughs> I'm right. currently doing what, other things. What are you going to do with your free time, Gandhi? Hmm? <laughs> He's just at a table, like, just thinking about, like, how can I prove to people that I'm better than my horniness? <laughs> I love it. Um, Albert, where can people find you if they, if they want to find you? If you guys want to find me, I'm on Instagram and Twitter at Hot Young Albert. You can see me coming up. Never. I'll be doing comedy sometime in the next few months around New York City. Please come find me. Boom. Ben, where can they find you? Uh, you can find me on Twitter at Shaq Katzner on Twitter. Um, I tweet about things and the show. And uh, I didn't have a good DMX tweet. I'll be honest with you. A lot of Sorry people to hear that. About, a lot of people were <laughs> tweeting about DMX. And I was just like... I don't know. It's not really for me. I don't know what to tell you. <laughs> That's all right. You don't have to. Um, yeah. Again, if you guys, uh, if you guys like the episode, please like, subscribe, leave a comment, leave a very violently honest review. I'd love it. I want to hear your opinions on why I suck and why Ben and I should not exist. And uh, yeah, if you can send us a list of people you think are unburnable, uh, whether they're characters from a show or real people, we'll take a look at them and. You know, maybe one day we'll even burn ourselves. Uh, Thank you for listening and have a good life. Fucking hate myself.